He ain't no criminal He was never one at all He can't do a section 30 He lets the cops play ball He's screaming out for medicine Needs his methadone He's got a monkey on his back You know he can't do it alone And he loves to crush some oranges And cooking up his spoon He go driving up the main line To the dark side of the moon Oh, take me to the river Take me soon Oh, take me to the river Take me soon Soon Now he's making statements Turn against his friends Taking into consideration it's a means to an end And he's lost his sickness Had to make by from a jar 60 mils and a station bail that cops so he won't go far And he loves to crush some oranges And cooking up his spoon Go driving up the main line To the dark side of the moon Take me to the river, take me soon Oh, take me to the river, take me soon Soon Well, he's up in Mount Joy Five years is on his card He's got lots to think about As he walks around the yard And he's watching the visits Hoping someone might score a cue He's got a needle and citric acid And he shared them all with you And he loves to crush some oranges For cooking up his spoon He go driving up the main line To the dark side of the moon Oh, take me to the river Take me soon Oh, take me to the river Take me Well, take us through it. Uh, he sets it up so that this Anne, the main character, intelligent and beautiful, she studied for six years at medical school with unflagging application. Uh, the classes have to complete the tale. Right, you've read through the, the rest of the piece yourselves, and there's a, there, there are huge problems, aren't there? Can you identify some of the main problems that arise as, as part of this research? What, what are the problems that, that these people, I was tempted to say the lads, but as you say, as you know, I mean, the, the girls in the class, have the same problem. Um, what are the problems they have with completing this story? Well, they can't bring it to a, to, to a successful conclusion. Like, the character cannot be successful. You know, it, it seems like, you know, to whatever degree people write from experience, um, what they're writing basically is that uh, this woman 
for whatever reasons, you know, in some cases she was murdered, in other cases she was demolished, or in other cases she was paralysed, in another case she was saved by a male nurse, a knight in shining armour after she fell into jeopardy, and um, couldn't seem to succeed by herself at all. Mm. So um, although it's all set up <coughs> for her, she can't seem to follow through. Yeah, like and, this and woman, succeed. like you know, yeah, she got six years in there, put under her belt in the university, and she still can't succeed, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, even in later that, she still have fifteen essays now, and it seems that there was only one where she didn't uh, come to a totally bad end at all, and that was the one where she was, it seems, where she was saved by the the male nurse. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, so it's almost she's, yeah. as if she's helpless and has to be saved by... Well, yeah, like a Rapunzel, you know, she was able to let down the hair, but then it took somebody else to come along and free her, you know? Tell us, tell us more about patriarchy now. Um, I, I'm conscious of the fact that there are OU heads in here and there are, if you like, new students to sociology. So take us through patriarchy. What, what do you mean exactly about patriarchy? I became a teacher without really planning it. I left school at 50, 16 without any qualifications at all. I travelled for many years and uh, spent my time in a fairly unstructured way, drifted around, let's say. To cut a very long story short, I ended up going to College Harlech as a, a student in 1983 after I was, I'd been unemployed for about a year went to College Harlech and uh, at that time they were two-year courses, did the two years without any real notion of what I was going to do with it. I just thought I needed to get some sort of an education, the education I'd, I'd, I'd let go of at school. Um, after about a year at College Harlech, I decided that I wanted to go on to university and somewhere along the line in those five years, the two years at Kalagalek, the three at university, I decided that I would like to stay with adult education. I, th- I, I think it was, it, was, it was doing the sociology of education and being exposed to the ideas of people like Paul Freire and, and so on. Illich as well was, was an influence. Work that people like Paul Willis were doing in England. I... Gradually came to the notion of working in adult education. That is what I really wanted to do. This was for the first time in my life. I'd, I'd always been very, very clear on what I didn't want to do, but for the first time, somewhere along the line in these in these five years, I began to get some sort of a clearer picture of what I wanted to do, and what I wanted to do was to get into adult education. I was able to cope with the workload. I think it was just... I just didn't like the regime, you know? I just couldn't fit into it. Why, I don't know. At one stage, when I was about 14 in secondary school, I was bad out of half of the classes. I wasn't allowed into them. You know, which I thought was... I think that made me more rebellious, you know? But, uh, I was a... Counselor in the school, I'd have to go and see him every week, and you know he was okay. He tried to, he tried a bit, but I don't think he tried too hard. You know, there was no motivation there for me whatsoever. And 
even before I became 15, they told me, said, look, I better I'll just leave in the school, you know, so. From there, I just had to wait until I turned 15, then started a false course, and that wasn't much help at all, you know. Left school about 14. Nothing to show for it. That's me schooling, basically, that is. Yeah, I walked from the age of 15 then until I was about 21. And then, into trouble. Walking in Johnson Mooney, I was walking, I was walking in a garage for four and a half years. Johnson Mooney, then I was walking in Johnson Mooney for two years before I got let go. I was there at the time, you know, I got let go, everyone got let go. I was only a van boy, but then I walked in the garage for the rest of the time. And then any time. Before I came in here, I was doing a few days' work, delivering cakes for the confectionery company. So, oh yeah, I was like, kept going, I did. I was like, kept going. I did like it. I never used to go on the hop. I was just a little antichrist. <laughs> to put it blunt. <laughs> I was just an antichrist, I was. My own worst enemy, I was. Like, it was, I was bright. I was very bright, I was. I used to get good marks in school, even though I never done an exam. Just being a messer. And then the end thing, I suppose, where, where I'm from, thrown out of school, you're a little, oh, oh, he's great. And I played on that little league, you know, 13, 14, and I thought it was great, getting respected with nearly the bigger lads in my estate. And it just plays along from there, then, then you start being, you know yourself. So I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> I suppose it's the question, I think, that a lot of people, it's easy to say to people, is, and I think everyone would say yes. Because I know we certainly would. I have a daughter out there, and I'm going to try my best to guide her through. Try my best I am. I will try, I'll give it my best to guide her through. Because I can really see the benefit of an education. It is the only way. It is the only way it is. That's my opinion. I'm sure it's thousands of others' opinion. From the outpost by Gareth Archibald. Four steps. Once, when our eyes were stars, we looked upon a drop of life and saw how it clung to the spread of an orbit, hung in space of a vacuum. How it kept perfect pace with our rhythm of life, so we let it frame our soul. Once, our hearts flew above pregnant clouds and bathed in the streams of cooling rain, smoothing round our foreskin, and our feet knew each hole and trap before we began to know the pain. These were the days before fear. We walked up a liquid stairway and knew wonder, slid down the blade of life's edge, and when we reached bone, we screamed and lived to understand difference. Now we call our soul by separate names, you and I. Um, well, I went to Dastra School up to the age of uh, about 13, and uh, I was happy enough going to school, you know. I didn't mind going to school, you know what I mean? I liked it, some bits of it and other bits I didn't, you know what I mean? The, we used to do a lot of sports and that, I enjoyed that. So, so I kind of persevered going to school because of, because of that. So I left the national school, I think it was 13, and then I went to a secondary school for about a year. And I didn't like that at all. I did a lot of mooching and that, you know, mitching and that. Um, so that was the, the only formal education I had. Like, but it, it was... It was a good standard, I think, you know what I mean? I'd done the basics, I read and writing and history, geography, and bits of maths and things like that. And then I didn't do anything then until I was about 
I started, when I came to prison, yeah. And I've done the group cert, leaving cert, and I've completed the, the OU now. I did um, a degree in the social sciences, which covers, um, you do a foundation course first, and uh, there's bits of everything in that, like, uh, there's, uh, it's mostly sociology, like, but there's the first year in the foundation course, you have bits of history, bits of geography, a little bit of psychology, and uh, say a little bit of politics. And after that, then you have, uh, there's a wide variety, like you can pick, say, there's loads of courses in, re in relation to the social, to social issues that you can pick. So I actually ended up doing my second year, I did um, social problems and social welfare, which, as the name itself, is, is about, say, problems in society and the welfare system. I did the third year, that was, um, I did crime, justice and society. And I had a good insight into that, being involved in crime myself from an early age. My fourth year, I did um, family life and social policy, which was basically about the, the family and how it's organised and how it's perceived in society. Um, my fifth year, then, I did um, the United States in the 20th century, which is, covers the history of the United States from from the foundations of, of America, you know, from the first immigrants that arrived there up to the present day. And then my last year I did um, uh, modern societies, which basically starts from the time of the Enlightenment up to the present day. And I finished it now and I have a degree. So, well, it's actually an honours degree. I've plans to do a teacher's cert, but um, that doesn't start until around September, say, this year. And I'm hoping to do that. And at least it'll give me other options anyway if I have that. But it'll be in more than likely in adult education. So it'll, at least when I get out, it'll give me something to have there. You know what I mean? I, I will have work to go to, like, but it wouldn't be on that line. But uh, at least if I have that, according to our sociology teacher here, said that there's always a chance that I'd get a job in teaching or maybe children or something like that. So... Well, I'm doing, a, I'm doing an indefinite sentence. I'm doing a long prison sentence. And um, basically, I got into it because, for one thing, I, I knew I was going to be in for a while. And um, it was going to pass away at least six years from me anyway. But, like, it wasn't hard because the, the whole setup of prison itself, like, um, with moves and everything like that, you can lose books and essays can go missing and stuff like that because being moved in the... And even studying itself in a prison environment isn't easy, you know what I mean? There's uh, a lot of distractions there, and with the way the, the regime works, you can't always get to the school as, as often as you might want. And, but I said to myself, I persevere, and whatever else, at least I wouldn't have wasted my time, you know, and maybe it someday would benefit me. That was basically the main reasons, and like I said, I passed away time. And what I found is that you have the year from February to October with essays. You have an essay about every four to five weeks and then you have an exam in October. Well, that part of the year from February to October kind of flies. So it's like a year gone. Then you have a break October when you start again. And you're delighted to finish in October but and the first few weeks is great but when February comes you're kind of... You're ready, you really want to get back at it again, you know, until the first essay and then you're... You wish you hadn't, like, but... Um, 
loads of times I felt like packing it in because it was hard. You know, a lot of stuff that I hadn't come across before. But what it done for me was that it kind of, I think it enlightened me more than anything else about, um, as the course was on social issues, that, you know, whatever perception I had of society, I have a better insight now, you know, than, than I had before. And it just shows you how the whole system works and inside of prison, outside of prison, all the institutions and how the whole setup is organised, you know. So, um, for me anyway, it makes me more aware of myself and society in general. And um, I think myself, it's, for me anyway, it's more of a kind of a personal achievement than anything else. Because uh, I never had any real insights uh, that would benefit me when I do get out, you know what I mean? But now, that's, that was at the beginning, but now I'm, there is a possibility that um, it could benefit me, you know, that kind of a way. Because at least when I get out, now when I go to the Labour Exchange, they'll ask me, is there any changes? I'm like, at least I can put that down, you know, so, and hopefully I'll have the teaching cert. So, it's not going to do me any um, harm anyway, I think, you know. But, like, I wasn't thinking like that at the beginning. I was doing it mainly for to pass away time and, and maybe I'll learn something. But now I'm glad I did do it, you know. Um. Mixability classes are the norm in, in education, I guess, but uh, in the prisons, anyway, uh, you find them coming from a wide variety of, of uh, backgrounds and at, operating at different levels. For example, you would have people in my sociology class at the minute, you would have OU graduates who have their degrees and you would have people who haven't been to school for years, who would have left school at 14, 15 and would not have done sociology at all. So you have a, a, a wide range there of, of abilities. Some people have done their leave insert. Um, some people who are doing sociology alongside, let's say, history at leave insert or English leave insert. So there's a mix there. One of the things that really gives me a buzz about teaching in the prisons is seeing what I call the mentoring process going on. People who are three or four years into an open university degree course, people who maybe have completed the course, but haven't just washed their hands of it now, right, I've done it, that's, that's it, but they actually, they're helping other students. Uh, they, on all sorts of levels, they will be encouraging, cajoling, strong-arming people into taking up education, to come to the sociology classes and other classes, to get an education, to to get involved with the Open University, to apply for the Open University courses, and once in there, they don't just let go of them, abandon them. They will actually put in an enormous amount of effort and time into helping these people uh, through the early days. It, 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 it's highly impressive. There's not a lot of people who haven't got the money to do it. So if you go to a, a, a plant of Lowell, like, no, it's not that. There's a lot of people out there that they want to do that anyway, good in school. And uh, you get to college now, but there's loads of colleges. That's, that's fairy tale. That's actually Jason. Jason, it's not all that easy. That's a fairy tale. Nothing's easy in Louisville. So, Jason, are you telling me? Jason, hold on. Jason, you're accepting something that's off the beat down. I know a lot of people, right, that succeeded. 
right? And coming out with seven honours and all this business. And I know I fucking love it. And next school that I was in, right, I dropped, you know what I mean? I was walking by Falter, by uh, 5th year and 6th year, right? And a lot of these girls and boys went on. And I seen a lot of the girls in particular coming out with seven and eight hours and going into the fucking school of commerce to become receptionists. Right? To pick up typing skills. To become but, a but, so that's the type of access they have. Jason, For someone that has seven honours, right, and go to a school like that, they had the cop on to do more than be a receptionist. Are you telling me that there wasn't one person with the intelligence over the get up and go to get into university? Because not one person, the only person who's ever, the only people who's ever done third level education from the pastry lady has done it from a prison. Let's say, Jim, I come from, just tell me what's available, right, at the moment. I come from a working class area, right? The family won't be able to put me through it, right? I've third level. Third level. Right, right now, I want to go into third level, okay? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have seven leaving slots, you know, seven honours or something in the leaving or something, right? I want to go on and let's say do engineering or something like that. Right? What, what would the, the scenario be? I can only give you one case study if you like. Right, Tommy, the lad, lad Tommy, you all know him, right? Uh, he's at third level now and he, he's a working class kid, right? Let, let's say before he went to, to third level, he was out of here for what, six months or so, and then he went to the, to the college and all the rest of it. So when he went to the college, this was behind him, right? He was unemployed. Working class kid from Tala, right? He's at university now, first year, he's doing sociology and criminology. You'd, you'd think, you know, a role model for us and that money would be available for him. But he's had his fees waived, but he has accommodation fees of about 600 quid per term. So that's, that's 1,800 quid a year, and he has that for three years. Now he's getting. The only thing he's sure of, the only financial support he's sure of is. The uh, 220 quid he's getting per term But if you're in want and if you're living in deprivation, then delaying it is delaying it in deprivation and it's just, it's not viable. It's not a thing that, you know, human beings are very good at, you know? So I suppose that's supposed to be statistics that say only, was it, 2% of the working class get a third level education I mean it's in here I can get it you know anyone in prison can get it officers can get it for free I can get it for free you know and it's it's a bit bizarre really you know it's a bit bizarre and I am pursuing third level here you know but it's very bizarre that uh, my um, counterpart on the outside if you like couldn't do the same you know he'd want a couple of grand behind him you know <laughs> And there's just no agency in place to assist people like that. So I'm making the best of what I have in prison with the education system and that. And uh, fundamentally important, you know, right down the line, like, you know, it, uh, you know, it's where it's at. So with a waiting list of, you know, this waiting list of about 100 for this place, you know, this school has a capacity of 60 to 700 in the prison. It's a, a hurdle. And unnecessary hurdle, but it's uh, 
it's in place, it's present, uh, and it uh, makes life difficult for a lot of people. But uh, there's years ahead of me. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'll keep going with this year. I'm out next year. I'll get another year or you for the road, you know. I'll be going to Wales then after that to uh, college over there. I'm sure by then, you know, there's an option available to, to skip, to jump from the OU to university, you know, to finish up for the degree in university. So I think I'll probably take that. Uh, I might be able to get it back to my hometown, to the, the university down there. Which that'd be very handy, you know. I'd be able to support myself. There's a job available there for me as well. I'd be able to support myself while studying, you know. So if if, if all those things work out, I hope then to go on with it. To maybe use the degree in somewhere. As I said, I'm a bit indecisive, you know. But um, I'm sure like that. And after another three or four years of uh, of this type of study, and after you know, going abroad over to this other place and seeing, you get ideas, you know. Whispering fractures. Ma said God wouldn't let you into heaven. I closed my eyes and tried to think of an angel's plot, but only saw nurses with a bundle. Your death wrap. So I dreamt you a perfect place, your sacred right. Ma said you looked like me when I was only born. That's when I collected everything I thought you might like. Forty-foot waves and a rock pool from Clare. Footsteps from a mountain in Wicklow. First things, mostly. Confirmation day was meant to leave all that behind. Take your name, I meant to keep your memory alive. Don't know what happened then. Things must remain to change. Bits of this, bits of that. Good, bad and indifferent. Years later, when filling out a form in prison, Garrett Owen, I kept writing to see you again. I felt a scatter of images. Your grave walking over me. Is this what you would have looked like, brother? Alan, I was afraid of the beauty. I lost the dream when I was younger. Beauty was a strength for me to you. When I was older, I was afraid of its fragile tenderness. When I was older, I was afraid of its fragile tenderness. Alan, your culture, your people are still whispering. We have yet to paint our dreams around the life we lead, revealing facets of ourselves we have yet to dare exist. That part of me writes to let you rest in peace, kid. How do we put it? It was like, let's say, there's a thesis running through the working class where they know that the, the goal is actually third level education, let's say. Let's take it as a, as a football soccer pitch, where the goals are actually third level education. And the working class know that they can get to the penalty spot through, let's say, secondary education, but that they're never going to even get to take the penalty to score that goal. So, for a lot of years, like, I've gone, the, gone through life wondering, not, well, basically now that I had, like, I don't need to be sound big head because I know every, every person actually has, a, has the intelligence it takes to get toward level education. But I knew I had that intelligence, and when I came to, the, when I came to this place two and a half years ago, doing a six-year sentence, I, um, I ran into a friend of mine in Cork, and he'd, he started saying to me about the Open University and getting sociology diplomas and so on. I was saying to myself at this stage, listen, this isn't for me, it's, this is basically a middle-class, upper-class thing, you know what I mean, toward level education. But lucky enough, looking back at it now, lucky enough I got stuck in for it at the time, and I'm on my way uh, 
I'm on my way to a tour like to a degree with the Open University. My new diploma and over college waiting for me in Wales, so whether it be it's like it's ironic to say you have to come to prison to get it, but as I say about the college in Wales, college in Colocarlock to go up to the September right. My sentence wasn't actually finished in January two two thousand and one, but uh, there's talk about them releasing me to go to that college because at this stage when you believe thirty eight years of age it's let's say it's the only chance left out there to go straight and so on so we lose this it's back to square one again when I do get out one of my hopes would be to let's say let's say be a teacher in um, adult education especially working with uh, people from deprived backgrounds and so on trying to bring them along to the standard like I've reached which I know like as I said as I said earlier everyone has that intelligence because like one thing, one thing I've learned about education is, as well, that it, it has a great way of building your self-esteem. You know, I mean, once you're able to achieve. Is in here, prison, starting a sentence, four and a half year sentence, and well, it was either come up here or just mess around down the air, doing nothing, you know. But uh, when I started coming here, I started taking air. Uh, Leaving said classes for the leaving said, and for the first few months things were uh, I was actually thinking about not bothering with it. You know, I didn't see the point because I just basically couldn't do much. You know, didn't know anything about the subjects we were doing and you know the usual. But uh, I stuck with it, and I think it's at a opening my eyes up, you know, from what I've been doing so far. Because uh, I don't treat leaving said subjects. Got a uh, couple marks in them, you know. And now I've started uh, Open University. And I have a chance now of going to college in Wales in September. I still have a few months left of my sentence, but it's not too long left, so... Compared to what I'm at the seven, you know, so... Hopefully I get it. It's a very good opportunity for me, you know. So hopefully things will go when I get that. And then it's a year's course over there. The end of it, it's a diploma in general studies. And hopefully then go on to university and finish off, hopefully, a degree. But that's just an example. You're looking at the negative sides of them. Jesus, changing slowly but surely it is changing. Can't keep looking at the negativity of it. It is changing. You complain about the bus if you want 100 extra buses. For disabled and the taxis, it is there. It yeah, is getting man, there. Say, is, is not a case? Is and especially after that football at Leon Hadrian Max, it's really going to man, shield, it, it is going to shield up a bit. Is it not a case? Is not a case of? I have links with Colleg Harlech. Uh, I went to Colleg Harlech as a as a student, and I went back there ten years later as a teacher, and I did some work with them, some sort of community-based work, access, if you like, and uh, various bits and pieces. Anyway. Um, when I came over here and started teaching in the prisons, it seemed to me that there was a logical progression for some of these guys to go on to to College Harlech because they had been educated, some of them now, for, for, for years, starting from basic literacy. 
through the leaving junior cert, uh, leaving cert, and uh, and so on, and then into the social sciences, philosophy, and all the rest of it. It, it seemed to me, in a way, there was a similarity with the way the colleague Halleck operates. These guys had had done numerous courses with numerous teachers in small classes, sort of an intimate teaching situations, you know, um, four or five people with, with, with a tutor and a, a lot of time sort of for one-to-one. And it seemed to me that there was a logical next step on release from, from an institution such as Mountjoy to uh, a different type of situa- uh, institution. Um, obviously, a more benign one, an open institution, but with regularity there, which could build on the education that they had already had and the sense of the personal development uh, that was involved in that. And so, I just mentioned it, I think, in a class one day. Like the, the question was thrown at me: What the hell is all this for, anyway? in the sociology classes because it's it's a subject that asks difficult questions not just of society but of the individuals who make up society the question was thrown at me what the hell is all this for anyway what chance have we got what, what do we do after this and all the rest of it and I just said well there are numerous options I mean for example there's a college in Wales that I have links with uh, it's an adult residential college for uh, mature students um, it prepares people for university and, and, and so on and so on now, um, months later one of the guys who had been released in the meantime just uh, came into uh, Pathways one day a post-release centre and uh, reminded me of what I'd said about Colleg Harlech and uh, he asked me bluntly could I get him in there um, I did and it, it, it's taken off from there he went to Colleg Harlech, he completed the course and he's now at university he's midway through his second term at university um, in the meantime two other students have been released and have gone on to Colleg Harlech they started there last September they are midway through their second term at, at, at Colleg Harlech. They've been accepted for university uh, starting next October. There are five other people going over to Colleg Harlech this year, four from the men's prison, one from the women's, uh, which is a first, the, the latter. And I have every confidence in them. I know that they will succeed uh, and that they'll go on, if they want to, to university and, and succeed there. Well, in the head at all. <laughs> 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 he also has become friendly. Uh, already, uh, I've been, um, you know, I've been shown that uh, I can go on into adult education teaching. You know, that's open to me. The criminal record won't bear me from that. You know, so uh, that option's available. There's a number of options available. Uh, I would like that. You know. And I think it's, I think it's, uh, there's enough latitude in the adult education sector, you know, for me to be able to choose which, you know, avenue I'd like to pursue. If I did go into, if I do go into this, you know, I'd be able to choose what, where to teach, who to teach.
you know, because as I said, that's what it comes as far as I'm concerned, that's what it comes down to. You know, there's a lot of people with a lot of access to education and they basically stick to the three R's, you know, and maybe they're squandering opportunity, maybe they'll maybe they're not, you know. But there's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people who have no access, who are bound, you know, by financial barriers and ideological barriers, you know, the medium or the general hegemony tells them they're not good enough, you know. Or they've been failed by the system and made to feel like they are failures themselves, you know. And that's where I want to go. That's the people that I'd like to be involved in education with, you know, to continue my education there and, you know, to work um, with these people, like people like myself, you know, like my children held on, you know, give me direction. Just that initial, you know, bit of direction that can set you up to change, change things. Yeah. I love it. I love coming in and really uh, going against the grain, as they say. But that's my beliefs, that's what I think. And I think deep down a lot of them probably would. But it's because we're in sociology class and the, the norm is to agree that, you know, we do this, that, you know, oh, you know all the usual. So I try to just look at things the way they really are. And let's work from there instead of looking at a book and reading it out of a book and say, that's right, yeah, that's the way forward. Which it could be, but I don't think it is. So, <laughs> but I've got, I've, the arguments I've been in, in this class, there's been great times in this class we've had, really great times, having great arguments that I'd never dream of having outside. And that's really made things that will always live with me forever, it will, and I'll remember a lot of the things I will. You know, instead of the usual outside, football and this and... The, you know, just stupid things. But in this class, it's great that it's opened my mind. It really has opened my mind up. And we've got great arguments we've had. And we've all respected each other's opinions and leaving the classroom. Which is a bigger bonus. We can all get on great. So it's a great class to be in. And especially the teacher. <laughs> Jim, the Welsh man. <laughs> through hardships I've seen you go through pain 
To struggle up in innocence and link to welfare chain You don't need no book of wisdom to see the light of day You only get so much in this life and for that you've gotta pay So let's come out of this darkness, let's fight and make our stand This land is our kingdom and the laws are no man's land No man's land This land is our kingdom and the laws are no man's land No man's